That was Breathe On Me by Britney Spears from her fourth studio album, In The Zone, which was released back in 2003, and it was co-created by today's returning guest, Steve Anderson. Hi, my name is James Rodriguez Horton, the host of The Original Doll. I unpackage music with the people who created it. We go behind the scenes and learn all about these fantastic songs, and at the same time, we help out charity. So for every question a guest answers, we get items donated to charity. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And I want to give a big shout out to my Patreon patrons, everyone from Darius to Mitchell to Xavier to Ryan to Rochelle, Jenny, Benjamin, so many others. Thank you all so much. For as little as a dollar a month donating, you're able to keep this podcast up and running. For more information, visit me at www.theoriginaldoll.com, or you can find it faster on Instagram, the.original.doll. Now, we continue our conversation with Steve Anderson, and we go behind the scenes of one of the most loved Britney Spears songs uh, from many fans, and many of you have reached out to me asking if we were going to be covering it. And yes, we are. So we're going to go right into the creation of this and some more tracks that were created with Steve Anderson. But just like with every other episode of The Original Doll, any audio ripping, recording, stealing is strictly prohibited in every country in the world. So all the audio stays here. But I want you to sit back, relax, as I present you with The Original Doll. (laughs) The Original Doll. goodness i love it all right now we're gonna hop to uh here we go we're gonna hop to uh you know our girl britney spears here britney jane britney jane well and it's fun i don't know if you can see you i can see your wall i can see the the wall of britney behind him but there's also is there dolls as well i can see dolls yeah oh yeah oh christoph willem yep so fantastic who is who's also a very big britney fan by the way now we're going to go to our girl, the original doll, Brittany Jean Spears. Okay, Steve, this is the moment everyone has been waiting for. Dun, 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 dun. Because you're one of those people that have one of Brittany's most performed songs. Brittany loves this song. And everyone is asking about all of these songs that you've worked on. So Let's take it back. What we do know is, time-wise, on the 2003 album In The Zone, which is available still for vinyl, people. You can find it online in first print on vinyl. So let's talk about Breathe On Me back in 2003. Now, I'm going to let you tell the story. I know there are questions like, what other songs did you work on with Breathe On Me? When did you find out? How did you feel about her performing it? And she continues to love it. So, Steve, I'm going to turn the microphone to you and just talk about how you got involved in this project. So I had been working with two other writers, Steve Lee and Lisa Green on various projects. And normally it would be at a studio called Metrophonic, which uh, was owned by, is still owned by a guy called Brian Rawling, who was very famous for the doing share believe and hero by Enrique and, and that stuff. So he had a lovely studio and we would, it was one of those times where there would, he was very good at saying, this is what we're doing this week. So that week would have been Britney week it was like, Britney's looking for new songs. 
here's the pitch here's the idea what what are you going to do so we'd arranged to do two days um the three of us um love the other two we get on so well so fantastic so we thought or i i thought maybe we should at least be within the remit of the ballpark and i think it was around that sort of the ballpark was around that me against the music type thing it you know up tempo break beaty you know and something like that i don't know it felt like very of the time so the first day um we went in and tried and this is very similar to what your friend was saying earlier we tried to write this song and um we knew it wasn't very good but we thought we're gonna just whatever do it and then at the end of the day we just kind of finished it and brian ruling walked in and he's very honest brian i love him he's very honest he's from liverpool and he said what have you got where you got so you, we played him the song i do you know what? i don't i don't even remember what it was called and uh, he looked at us and he went nah that's not it you haven't got it and we're like yeah we know it sucks it really does it absolutely sucks so the following day we had in there and i kind of woke up the following morning and thought well i'd spent about three days getting this track together for this other song that was terrible and and i realized that i didn't have anything else so this is honestly the truth i woke up i have a little studio in the house and i just walked in and i just programmed the beat of what would be breathe on me in about 20 minutes i it was the the bass line the drums the dun, 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 that thing and i and it was a uh, and the chords and i and i went in and they said are we going to work on that song from yesterday i was like god no it's terrible i said i've got this thing i don't know what it is but i've got it and so i played it um lisa had spoken to me before lisa was was really really good she's so smart and she'd had been speaking about some kind of ideas for maybe doing something a bit more sexy and a bit more sort of you know hot and uh, and kind of cool for her and then the moment the chords came in in the chorus i think steve and lisa almost started to sing along with what the chords were doing and very very quickly it was like oh well breathe on me sounds it should be something like breathe breathe on me that was right and honestly and this very rarely happens that thing came together in two hours i mean it really really did it came together so quickly and then we thought we got to the middle and it's like what are we going to do and lisa's really really cheeky and she said you know that line about i think it's least steve and, and lisa that monogamy is the way to go just put that thing and then the build up after that um and the whole thing was by the done by the end of the day and at the end of that day rawlings walked in and went oh my god okay and we said they're going to hate this because this is not what they want this is not what they've come to you before they want this you know choppy this it's just like no i think i think this is it i think this is gonna be massive for her so we never know when you write a song you just don't know you just know if you like it or not so lisa did all the demo vocals um and we kind of left that day giving the rough mix to brian and let him go and play it to whoever needed it to be played to um and it, it was it was completely intact i mean it was kind of it had all the brie 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 all that stuff it had everything on it lisa had done it all um the amazing singer lisa so yeah and then the next thing i knew um zomba had said they loved it 
and Mark Taylor, who works at Metrophonic, um, was out in America around the time. And this was all happened really, really quickly. Um, and Mark's a brilliant producer. So um, I he just said, oh, send me what you've got. So I sent the stems over. And next thing I knew, I had a monitor mix with Britney Spears singing Breathe On Me. And she pretty much had had done her own thing on it, but effectively kept it in that world of where, you know, we wanted it. And I mean, look, I'm a huge fan of hers. I've always been a huge fan of hers. I love the fact with Britney Spears that within one second of hearing her voice, you know, it's Britney Spears. There's so many singers, particularly now, where it could be 15 people and none of them very interesting. Britney Spears sounds like Britney Spears. And so to hear her voice on it was unbelievable. And she twisted it and she changed some things. And um, yeah, and then the, I remember Mark sent over the, the finished mix and, and there was a load of the original stuff that we had in there. I mean, all the everything that we'd programmed was there. He'd added this extra bit of magic to it because he's Mark Taylor and he's a genius. And um, that was it. And then still when it was on there, I mean, the thing that people, I'm sure you've spoken about this on your podcast, but even when you finished a song with Britney Spears singing on it, there's no guarantee that that mm -hmm. song is going to be on the record. You know, that's one of 50. Um, and we didn't know it's going to be on the record. We weren't unsure. And then we'd heard that it was looking good. Um, and then we heard it was going to be on the record, which was incredible news. And then we heard it was going to be used on the ad campaign for fantasy, um, which felt to us like a real endorsement from her. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so that whole thing was purely accidental. I mean, I spoke earlier about record labels not necessarily knowing what they want. Well, that couldn't have been further away from what they'd asked for. Genuinely, it was almost back to confiding me territory with Kylie, where we just delivered something that was not in any way asked for or expected. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and, and we just, we, we, we put it out. Oh, it was, we knew it was going to be on the record. And what happened after that was when we started to find out how much she liked it. Um, when it started to appear in her shows, um, I have mm -hmm. really lovely friends called the Square Division who work with her. Um, and they were saying that it was going in, the, you know, where it's going in the Vegas show, it's going in other shows. And, and then I'm seeing Britney Spears perform the song that we wrote in a lovely little studio in Ripley in Surrey. So it was, um, it's amazing. And, and I still, I did a little post uh, about a month ago. I think it was, I think just like a throwback Thursday. And I got the most interaction I think I've ever had on Instagram. And I just, about that song. So, um, it was, I won't say, I won't say it's a fluke because the people involved in making it were very talented, but um, it would not have happened had we not written a terrible song. See, this is the, this is the part that, that, that I love because you're like, you tried this and you're, and the thing is when you know, you're like, I don't think this is good. And then somebody else tells no. you, it's not, go back to the drawing bar. And you're like, I already started again. But what I love is that Breathe On Me has consistently, you know, been a part of, Britney's career, even at her 2016 kind of greatest hits career moments performance, she mm. performed that in there. She performed that over number one songs that she had. I know, you know it I mean? wasn't a single. I know. And so, and I did get a couple uh, 
what's been great on the original Dial podcast is when I've talked to a lot of the producers and, and people involved is we've been, they're like, I think it was this day. And then they'll go and they'll look at like a fax or an email. They're like, oh yeah, it was done during this day. Well, there was some, there was a discussion with a couple people that were like, breathe on me was always going to be that single idea. They're like, we want to do this, but we don't know what we're doing with it because mm-hmm. it was so different. And I think in, in conversations I've had with, you know, other people involved and we can talk, you know, off the record about that is that, Breathe on me was something everyone knew was so special and different that it's now become an iconic Britney song without mainstream media even, you know, hearing it thousands of times on the radio. And you fit that mold. The other thing too is that Lisa Green's vocals, because like what I love is when you could hear like the the background vocals kind of mixed in and there are yeah. all these oohs and you could hear Lisa Green like going through this and and she does a phenomenal like accompanying vocal to like Britney. And it's like, it's this ethereal, it's so trancy, so different. And here you go, mm. here's me against the music. This song couldn't be <laughs> the more opposite. So let me ask you this then. So you you did the first song, which we'll call Garbage Song. And then yeah. you did, you did it really what? was. <laughs> It really was. I wish you could find it and just play it for me off the record. I don't even think we recorded a demo. It stunk the place out. I don't think we even recorded a vocal on it. A guest uh, in an upcoming episode was like, yeah, so uh, I would play it for you, but it was so bad. I just got rid of it that moment because I didn't want it stuck on me. None of us us remember it. (laughs) I love it. All right. So now with that being said, there was another question about Breathe On Me and it said, and this this might be a weird fan thing is it said it was sampled in 2003 was it originally used for a pink song called cut off how is okay i don't even know know anything about that song (laughs) no see this is what i love honoring you and making sure we clear up everything no absolutely not but as i said literally i came into my studio that morning and i programmed something in 20 minutes so i wasn't didn't exist before I wanted to hop out. For those who follow me on TikTok, I've been going through radio archives and radio publications and radio history bulletins about the histories of songs in the U.S. And what I found out was Breathe On Me did in fact receive limited airplay in the United States, okay? It debuted on radio November 10th, 2003, and the two radio stations, excuse me, the two radio station cities that were playing it were Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Then it continued a couple days later in New York, and it continued through, and it kept growing Chicago, um, Rochester, and many other places. And then I always get asked on TikTok, what city gave it the most love? Who, who played it the most? Well, I found out that the city in the U.S. that played Breathe On Me the most was a radio station in Honolulu, okay? It played Breathe On Me more than any other station by at least 100 spins, okay? That's, that's a huge deal. But I wanted to do that. So if you wanted more about radio facts and everything, I'm going to be sprinkling some throughout the next few episodes. But I wanted to let you know on TikTok, the James Rodriguez, R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z, or Twitter, at James Rodriguez, same spelling of the last name, is on there, I talk about radio facts. Because oftentimes people say, I swear I heard this in my mall recently, or back when I was a teen, I thought I heard this on there. Can you please tell me? So I've been able to clarify that. Some, you know, fan sites and everything are like, no, this was never played on radio. We know for a fact. Well, 
we know that that's categorically not true uh, because we have the radio receipts from all the stations. So radio stations, especially since 1998 MediaBase uh, was implemented, every single play on a radio station is documented, is logged. That's how they you know, figure out the charts and who's getting the most spins and everything. So this is fact-based. But if you want to learn more about radio releases and billboard charts and everything, you can follow my TikTok at the James Rodriguez. Now we have more with Steve Anderson over the next few days and next few weeks. And what's really great is we're going to be talking about State of Grace, how that came to be, a couple other Britney songs that he worked on, and we'll learn more about the question that Steve Anderson gets asked a lot about, and that is Britney Spears' song, Grow. We're going to be talking you know, about that. This is the first time he's going to be opening up about the creation of that and all that information. So make sure that you subscribe because these episodes are getting dropped, you know, randomly, if you will. But go ahead and tell other people. And once again, just like with every episode of the original Dell, all audio recording, ripping, stealing is strictly prohibited in every country in the world. So if you do, in fact, see any of this audio popped up, please report it to any webmasters. But I'm going to let you go. I just wanted to know, when you heard the song Breathe On Me, what did you think? Let me know. Let me know on TikTok. I'm going to be posting some more about Breathe On Me. But is it also one of your favorites that has stood the test of time? You know, we're coming up next year would be the 20th anniversary of the release of Breathe On Me, which is amazing in itself. So let me know. But I will let you go and spread love, light, joy, and promote the arts. Stay safe out there. This is James Rodriguez Horton, and this is The Original Doll. <laughs>